All right, you guys. I hope you all have an amazing morning. Of course, you know it is Friday. And as we always do on Fridays, we have our Freestyle Friday chats. And we always like to welcome someone that's doing extraordinary things in the world. So I'm pretty pleased to have um, someone that only contributes to health in general, but also someone that is an outlier. You don't always see our culture involved in um, different areas as, as far as yoga. So I'm, I'm happy to have Marcel Smith, who is a co-founder of Inner Black Yoga. Uh, he has been doing great work, not just outside of the group, but also bringing something new to the group in regards to men's health. So as you guys know, me and Dr. Damon, we are the founders of Modern Manhood. We, we appreciate all the support you guys have been getting. But hey, let's give, a, let's give a round of applause for our guest, Marcel Smith. My man, let's go. Appreciate it. Appreciate y'all having me on, man. Share this space with y'all. This is awesome. This is awesome. And thank you for being a part of the team, my man, for real. Yes, sir. So I got a question. Okay. <laughs> How did you get involved in yoga? Because it's not too common. You're here. <laughs> People of our, you know, our background and our culture involved, you know, more sports, you know, basketball, football, everything, weightlifting. Why yoga, bro? Uh, that's a great question. So I just kind of, just to kind of keep it short on the, on the beginning point, like, I started doing yoga um, because I play basketball. So I, I played basketball in high school and college. And in high school, somebody was like, hey, man, you know, you want to get you want to be able to jump higher. You want to get a little bit more flexible. You need to go to yoga. I'm mm. like, yoga? I'm like, man, ain't nobody doing no yoga, man. That sound weird. You know what I'm saying? Right. Nobody doing no yoga. So I actually went to this uh, this church. They had a free yoga class, and there's nowhere you can find free yoga. Like free yoga really yeah. exists. It's a new thing on on social, like on and YouTube and stuff like that, and social media. But really, free yoga at this time really wasn't a thing. So I went to the class, and I like fell in love with it, dude. Like like I didn't really understand understand the spiritual side of it yet. Right. Dude, like man, I feel good when I like I, like I don't hear nothing like I'm coming out clear my body like like mm -hmm. weights all week I'm like oh I gotta this is really good like I gotta start I just gonna I just want to keep going to this class I thought it was a lady in the class like it's not even so much about the practice it was like man this this is really dope like yeah yoga's incredible man good like I don't think I ever was like I don't know it's like it almost felt it's similar to how you feel like if you like from a spiritual standpoint, just like how how good you feel after leaving like a Sunday service and like mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, you've been oh, with your wow. family, everything's good, you had a good service, and then boom, you like, yeah, I feel really rejuvenated. I feel like really ready to to handle this week. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of how I would feel coming out of coming out of yoga like on a Saturday morning before practice for anything. I'm like, yo, I feel really good. Like I don't know if I'm supposed to feel this good. You know what I'm saying? Like right. anything that was weighing me down or stressful, like. I, it just by that time, by that at the end of that class, it was like all is left on the mat. Yeah, yoga just means union. So people, we have a, a different understanding of what it means from like a Western to Eastern civilization. Because Western usually practice it as a form of exercise, stress relief, where Eastern literally practice it for union with God. So it's like connected to the highest being of your aspect of yourself. It's more of a spiritual practice. So, like, as far as the way that you learn it, that you know it as far as business, how do you think that has transitioned to the way you actually do it when you're teaching it? Did you teach it just for specific benefits or does that even matter? I think I teach it from the standpoint of a mental health connection. Okay. Um, just like a somewhere to connect the physical and the mental, because that's what mm -hmm. yoga is supposed to do, to connect the physical and the mental. And as you get to that point, you have no choice but to allow the spiritual side in. Absolutely. So for me, me that, yeah, dig into that. That's that's an interesting take because, um, like Danelle said, and like you've expressed already, that there's there's so much more to it than just putting your body into a certain position. It it really taps you into um, a place inside. But you, you said there's no choice. Then you have no choice. Tap into point, that. When you go to when like most of the day, we're like, oh, my foot hurt. Okay, or we just kind of react, right? Most of the time okay. we react to what our body is telling us. At some point when we go to a different dimension, we're able to have our mind tells our body, control our body, control our, honestly, kind of control our thoughts, control. Mm -hmm. We can control all those things. And so like our, our, our slogan and kind of thing with inner black yoga is control your mind, control your life. 
And so like, mm. you want to be able to like, what you tell yourself, it's true. Like, I, I know everybody's, as a man think if so is he, that's biblical. Like, Absolutely. You, you at all these things. So when you pull into, when you get into yoga, you yeah. begin to create the narrative instead of what you listening to on the radio, what you see in the world, all those things you have no choice. And so it becomes a spiritual, um, like a law of attraction and, and, and like manifestation mm -hmm. place where you can kind of control what you tell yourself. And I don't know if you heard the, the phrase is like life is 90 percent like it's, it's a little bit of what actually happened to you, but how you respond to it. And so it just yeah, think yoga allows you to get in that space and really you control the narrative. You control your own narrative. Um, yeah, it puts you back in the seat of the soul. <laughs> That's funny. I yeah, because I call seat of the soul. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got it on. The, I got it in the library. Amazing book. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. There's a sense of an inner intelligence that allows you to be able to um, transcend that personal ego, which is what the dissertation is on, and coming into a unified, universal oneness with all things. There's no yeah. distinguishing. So it does empower you, and people don't understand it. Like it, it is such a wonderful gift that we're given. So it's awesome that you're given an opportunity to introduce people into that. So we studied in metaphysics. So most like metaphysical pr uh, professors, no. they usually use uh, karma yoga, hatha yoga, all the different variations of yoga to introduce people to it for those who may not have a familiarity to it. And the dope thing about it is, especially for people that's doing sports, this is the way they usually do it because for other people that have like a religious background, they may be a little turned off. But if you're like, oh, it's natural, just sports things that you're doing, this is how it influences. So I like the way that you take the approach and in introducing it because it puts people at ease and helps really improve yeah, their life. I don't even try to go to the spiritual side. I've, like, I literally coach basketball, too. Mm -hmm. like, I've had people, parents, like, oh, my kid can't do that. We, we, we Christians. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, yo, I don't want to. Yeah. Wanna, like, <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, hey, we need to relax our minds. It's a, it's a high-stress, intensive situation we got. Yeah. I want my players as relaxed and calm as possible. And there she was Man, like, that's a gift. I'll try it. You know, <laughs> like, I like, yeah. yeah. But, and, and it's like, hey, I talk to God when I'm on the mat. Like, like this is yeah. on the mat. Like, it ain't, you know what I'm saying? It's not like I'm, I'm just in this other place. Like, all my thoughts I'm able to cleanse and really have my greatest place of prayer. You know what I mean? My greatest place of peace. Man, there's a saying that God exists between your thoughts. God exists between your thoughts. What is some of the biggest uh, benefits that you guys have seen doing this over time? And how long have you all been doing this as well? So I started doing yoga my sophomore year of high school. So that would make me around about 15 or 16 years old. Um, dope, so I'm 29 now. So around 10 to 13 years, somewhere around there. Um, off and on. Um, now it's like I've adopted it as like everyday practice almost. Like um, that's I'm legit. Three to five times a week. I'm teaching two, probably once or twice a week. Um, and so I kind of started then as a sophomore. I kind of got out of it, got back into it through Bikram yoga in college. Um, it's funny how God just like you slowly get turned and, and kind of connected back into things. So I had a, I had a girlfriend that I was dating at the time. And she was like, yo, you need like, like I, I was hurt. I had uh, broke my hand, and so like she like she like man, you need to get in shape. Like you need to get in shape quickly. Like you don't got time. So you should go to a Beaker yoga class. I'm like, oh, like I ain't never did Beaker. Like this, like yo, you're gonna sweat so much. Like it's gonna be perfect for you. And I, I got really into Beaker. So I was I was literally doing Beaker during the basketball season. Coach like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, yeah, I just feel so good when I come out. Like, yeah. Like, like you're like you're just, you're just gonna make you tired. Like I'm like yeah. Okay, like I feel so much better, I'm, and I'm in better condition than everybody else. Um, and then fast forward for the pandemic, so during the pandemic, George Floyd, inner black yoga. I had this idea to do a YouTube and yoga enthusiast page, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, if I'm gonna do some video, like I gotta get certified. Like I gotta go, I gotta go all the way through before I get in front of a camera and start talking in front of anybody. That's I ended up joining. I did Black Mat Yoga cert Yoga certification. So and so. Okay, so you got your certifications, which is legit, bro. That is that's yeah. amazing. So, so my, when did you decide to dive fully into it? Well, 
once I got certified, I said I was going to do something. I, I was going to like, I wanted to start teaching more and more. Like I did it a few times with my basketball teams, but I'm like, hey, man, maybe I could teach it like a, like, I don't know if y'all familiar with Sunday service, but I could go around the country. Yeah. And service yoga thing. Like, and, and then literally as soon as I was doing it, one of my boys, like Lee, my partner, he was like, yo, I'm about to get certified too. I'm like, what? That's legit. Like Lee and Lee are like this. Like, yeah. Our story is crazy. Like we like played basketball against each other all growing up. And then we went to different high schools, but we just was always boys. Like we always had right. respect. Then we got to college. We were really kicking and going through the same thing. So we just became really good friends, even even closer. And so like through our journey, it was like, it just made sense. Like, oh my yo, bro, like he in LA, I'm in Detroit. Like he's from Detroit, but he's in LA. Like we really doing the same thing. Let me just pitch this idea to him and see like when he'd be down to do it he like halfway through the conversation he was like bro i was literally doing thinking about doing something just like that like, That's legit. like so it was just the alignment was there you know what i'm saying i always say i want to i only want to partner with things that are mission aligned you know what i mean absolutely so, so i was just like yo that's crazy so we just got on it i was like yo, i got a, i got a logo already i got tagline like he like yo how long have you been thinking about this i'm like yo it just literally came to me in the last week like when it's time it's time I was her name for like, I would say the whole pandemic until the end of my class, like the day of, like when I really came to Interblack, I was like, I was sold on the name, came up with the logo and had the slogan, like in the same week, I was like, yeah, I've been looking What's at the it. slogan? Control your mind, control your life. Okay, that's right. That's legit, bro. So it just became a thing and we just got on the social media, started teaching classes and it's just, it's just been great. Like he does a lot of stuff out in LA um i travel for work so i'm always like in different cities so i'm just tapping in with different yoga groups and different classes around right now i'm in indy but i was in iowa i met you'd be surprised like i'm a black i'm black yogi out there. Like, anytime i go into class he'd be like oh you like you they look at me like at the beginning like okay you know it's just a regular black guy probably athlete coming in here trying to you know by the end of it they're like Yo, you been how long you been doing yoga? I always get that question, like, how long you been doing it? I'm like, so it's just been a beautiful journey, man. And I'm just trying to get more black men, black people, not exclusively, but especially just to like really get them into it, just to give it a try from a like from a mental health standpoint. Like, hey, I know people will go to counseling, but I think honestly, somebody will go to a, a yoga class before they go to counseling. Black. You said you do now? I feel like I, black men, a lot of them, I feel like will go to a yoga class before they go to college. Oh, absolutely. Let's do something physical. Let's do something I connect, connect right. to. Right. And I think the biggest thing for yoga for me, where I've seen the biggest change in myself, has been journaling. Like, Lee, me and him, Lee talk about that all the time. Like, I think the thing that's beautiful about it is actually understanding that there's an inner work that's taking place. Cause you got, it's just like when you're working out, like you have to do the work. It's just, it's just synonymous with the way our journey is as far as living as a soul being going through the experience, going through the transfers of energy, operating in the scope of nature by being, this is beautiful, man. What is the biggest probably revelation that you've had with doing it and seeing it, especially seeing yourself as an authority leader, because in this space it's different from like going through the motion and then being able to create that experience from everybody else. Yeah. Um, I've seen the biggest transformation, transformation. I always feel like I've been a leader, but I feel like I've been able to like really bring all the different parts of me mm. and see my growth and really be like really vulnerable to allow that to be like, Hey, this is me. Like I, I am this, I am also that. And right. It's okay to express that. You know what I mean? So it's been, it's been powerful in that sense and just admitting my faults and like, right. You know, we like, we have this narrative sometimes. As like in our minds, we're always we're like the superhero. We we do right, do good. Like everything is good, you know. It's like being able to come in terms of like, no, you really suck in this area. Like you right, like, you made a bad decision, and that's okay. Okay, how do you make changes or admit to that self? Be honest with yourself and kind of move forward to be a better person. And all yeah, that's powerful. That's powerful. Being able to embrace all of you. So a lot of us, we get into relationships and we're expecting to experience a great level of intimacy. However, it's hard for us to expect it if we are not willing to um, accept all the aspects of who we are. 
And so going back to what you're saying, like, what does that look like if, like, there's parts of us that we don't receive, but we're wanting to experience that? How can you have union outside of you if you don't have union within you? That's the biggest thing. I always say, if you like, in dating, right? So I'm a single guy, right? So I always say, hey, the number one thing I'm looking for when I when I meet a person and I'm getting to know them is, like, hey, what's the relationship with yourself? Like, what are you saying mm. to yourself? How do you treat your body? What foods are you putting in your body? Do you care? Do you, like... All from that that relationship really reflects in all your other relationships. Wow. God, sex, money, it like your family, all of that comes stems really from your relationship with self. And so I think when you talk about relationship, like self-care is a big thing now in society, but like and self-love, but like what what is I always ask like how do you what are the actions that you show for self-love and self-care? Right. Consistent basis. That's powerful. Like, if if you're not doing it, I'm like, I'm asking, like, well, why not? Or what could you do to, like, I don't even know what I would like for myself. Like, you know, so I think that's the the big point of just, like, the relationship with yourself comes first. Man, that creates the greatest sense of awareness. It really does. When you can evaluate yourself unconsciously, or not unconsciously, but not without the judgment on it. Just seeing it for like clearly what it is in a neutral space. That is a powerful question. I understand you like self-care, but how are you implementing it in your life? What does it look like? Bro, that is powerful. And not just the things that feel good to us. Right, absolutely. Like the new thing with self-care is, is like I get my feet done. I take some time to breathe. Okay, great. What are you doing to also challenge and push yourself? Because the things that when it comes to discipline and like, like working out, working out has great benefits for yourself. Like, right. But working out doesn't feel good while you're doing it. Right. Right. Self-care can't only be based in, in, in the fact of doing things that feel good to us. Like right. willing to do some things that doesn't feel good. Right. Challenging to us. And they're just as valuable as the things that do feel good. You know, that's good. Yeah. It's like the, the saying I like to say growth cannot take place in complacency. And yeah. sometimes it's like being inconvenient, like intentionally inconvenient yourself for the ability to, uh, you know, experience like what well, not not chronic stress, but acute stress, whereas like it is pushing your mental just a little bit for you to understand, like what constructs you have in your life, what barriers have in your life. Because even like yoga, bro, that is not a natural thing. I did yoga. What was it? Not too long ago. I was doing yoga a couple of weeks ago. I was like, man, I need to stretch. But this the idea of going to put myself in some of those positions. I'm like. This is totally out the, the usual what I'm doing when I'm lifting, doing hit training, any of that. And you it'll literally get to the point to where you'll want to stop sometimes. But as soon as when you relax and surrender into it, it becomes therapeutic. I'm super therapeutic, man. So it definitely is a mental thing. And, and your body expands. That's another thing about yoga. So like when you get on your mat, where you are in your practice and, 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 and doing yoga, like your body initially it's not used to the movement so it's going to be uncomfortable but through time right. it becomes easier easier and expanding to do different things so it's like you, you you almost want to do it you want to start early as possible so you can begin to stretch and flex those muscles where they are they're comfortable and it doesn't have to be so much of a ta- uh, a challenge but the more you do it the more you kind of you're willing to expand it kind of allows your body to kind of get used to it absolutely so you mentioned like healthcare and and eating. So is there a specific diet that you adopt whenever you're doing this? Are you pretty like relaxed, or, or what? Do, what do you usually advise people on when it comes to diet? Uh, I'm pretty. I'm. I am very conscious of why what I put in my body. I always say I eat to live. I don't live. To Absolutely. Live. Um, I will say at the same time I do. Uh, I've, I've tried a little bit of everything though. Like, okay. I've literally like been a fruitarian for like a month, which I only ate fruit for a whole month, which is crazy. I've fasted, fasted. I've done. I've been a pescatarian for like a year and some change before. I was a vegan for six months. I was vegetarian for a period. Yeah. I've literally tried every single possible thing with diet. I think uh, what I do now is I, I smoothie in the morning. 
I'm kind of like closer to probably Dr. CB's thing. If I try not to that's eat, that's what I'm doing now. Yeah. I try not to eat past eight o'clock. My body's on the clock. Like as soon as I wake up, I drink some water. I'm it's usually flushing out everything I ate from yesterday. Yep. Um, and I probably have, depending on how strenuous my day is, I usually, usually always start with the, a smoothie and then during the day I might have a lighter lunch or, or a bigger dinner or vice versa. So that's yeah. It. Dude, that is exactly what I'm on right now. That is crazy. <laughs> Yo, I was making spilled spilled spaghetti yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I spaghetti yesterday. I made some spaghetti. Yeah. Yo, I made some spelt noodles. Man, Damon, I really want you to be in this, bro, because I know you would have some just amazing questions. Cause he teaches Tai Chi. Like he teaches Tai Chi. Yes. Oh, that's awesome, man. I've been to Tai Chi. Yes. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. So I know he got his phone. He has his phone on, but he has his mic muted because of the feedback. But I know he is over there with so many questions, fam. This is nuts. <laughs> so maybe you can telepathically project what you want to say so I can insert it or insert a question. So for you guys that's on here that's talking, KG, let me know what questions you guys have in regards to men's health um, to make sure we keep this flowing and make sure we can tap into Marcel as much as we possibly can. What do you think has been like one of the greatest rewards of being able to partner with with, with your friend? Um, you said his name is Lee? Uh, Lee Bailey, yeah. Yes, sir. Lee Bailey. What do you think is one of the biggest biggest like rewards in what you guys have been doing and bringing this to the culture? Um, well, one, I think we're very similar, like, but different at the same time. So we're able to reach a very wide net of just people. Um, mm -hmm. I grew up inner city. He grew up in the suburbs. Wow. Different sports. I played basketball. Like he kind of like, I, we went to one school together. So we got and got a year of experiencing that together. He went to school in Hawaii. I went to school in Houston. You know, it's crazy. So like it, all these different differences, but very similarities at the same time, I think it's been most rewarding to see some, like almost like a little bit of a reflection of myself in someone else in a different envi environment Two parallel worlds Two parallel worlds and then being able to like speak into each other's life like and hold each other accountable and be like yo bro we need to pick this up or i don't know about this and just being having that friendship where it's like hey the the relationship and the the is there as it, it can't be taken away can nothing right make us flip that you know what i mean we have that level of respect with each other. I think that's most rewarding to do things that you love with people you love, you know? Man, it sounds like y'all got a karmic bond. Like it's just deeper than a regular friendship and a regular relationship, dude. That is, yes, tight, man. When you find your tribe, that's the way I feel like about Damon. Like, <laughs> he dope. can't listen in, so can't contribute. Um, KG's tapping in. I used to date a yogi. And she told me that yoga was meant to be difficult so that you can learn to breathe through the difficulty and then apply that to your everyday life. Powerful. Yeah. That when is powerful. It, like everyday life, like I think the other part of this, like the timing of inner black yoga was like, I was in Atlanta. Like it was, so you got George Floyd, you got all the protesting going on, like during this time. And then and then I'm running outside getting in shape every day. And then you get a Ma Arbery. And I'm like, yo, I'm in yeah. that. It could have been me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I look at it as like inner black yoga is, is like, <laughs> I saw something on social media the other day that said it's 45 million ways to be black. Right? I think mm -hmm. this, this was my response to what was going on. Right? So I had that anger. I had that man, this is, this world is crazy. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? As a black guy trying to make it like coming from where I come from, like, like I, I my response had to be different. I wasn't in, the, I wasn't going to protest, but this is my protest for anymore. You know what I'm saying? Teaching them how to control their, their, uh, their mental and using yoga as a tool to deal with that, those feelings that I felt. Cause I know I ain't the only one who has. Man, those. that's powerful, man. You know so that is powerful. Let's get on the mat. Let's 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 go through it. Like I'm here for you. You know what I'm saying? I know you can relate. Right. Okay? Absolutely. So you. Like, dang. Like the world is like coming at me full full swing right now. 
How do I respond to that? How do I breathe through that? Right. Yeah, man, that's like teaching emotional and mental management is what it is. And I think it, it definitely does get us centered in a way to where we realize, like, you, you can still live and exist without having to feel like you got to react to everything. For you sure. know what I'm saying? Especially, yeah. especially in our culture, and especially with something like that, because it's almost hard not to react, but to be able to understand that you can still empower yourself to live and exist within that and react consciousness, live fully and be fully present. Man, it's difficult. Like, that. those are just high turbulence times as it is when it comes to racial injustice, when it comes to being a regular black man, just working out. Who was the guy that, that got shot? I know, I remember we did a jog for the guy that got shot and killed just jogging in the neighborhood, right? Tomorrow, the, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, right? And so the emotion of feeling like, dude, I can't even go jogging in a regular neighborhood. is so threatening just to the human psyche alone and then try to talk to somebody about breathing. Like, bro, you don't want something totally different right now. Like, I'm not really trying to hear that. But it really is empowering when we realize, like, we, we can live a healthier life and not have to be reactive to high-stress environments. Yeah. I think for me, for even doing the practice that I've been doing, for me realizing, like, man, I can still have peace despite what's going on. And it doesn't mean, like, I'm, like, ignoring it. It doesn't mean I'm being completely ignorant. It just means that I, I have the ability to control my inner world. And if I can control my inner city, which I think is a personal responsibility, then there's nothing outside of me that can dictate the narrative of my life. Control your mind, control your life. Absolutely. Like, literally, I had to, like, that. it just hit me, like, yo, like, if I can teach people, like, it, it doesn't matter what people say, try to expose or, like, make black men think like this or be like this and, like, he's threatening or he's a good one it's like no like i'm just as much as everybody from the hood is just as much as i am the people in in my nba classes like absolutely marcel you got that question you see it it's black history when as a black people we're no strange to appropriation how do you approach the idea of appropriation when it comes to embracing and sharing yoga which is from india um I think that uh, I think it's something to learn from everybody. Um, so I don't look at it from this standpoint of like appro the appropriation, the appropriation thing. I think I try to embrace and learn from all cultures and bring that and what that looked like for us. And I think that when you when you think about different places in the world, when you talk about that, like it's a Yoruba tribe. Um, mm -hmm. In Africa, like they were practicing yoga, so right, who came first? You know, like it's a picture of a guy doing like doing the yoga pose, part of their dancing. And I, like, you know, so it, it goes right. deep. Um, I always say when it comes to history, it's always slanted. It seems to be we only know like we only know half part of it or part of it, right? You know, so it's like you know, I think that it is in Nigerian and African roots. Yoga is so I think it. That's another part that comes natural, um, but I think it's important to embrace that and know that that was maybe some of their strengths and why they could do certain things. That's beautiful, man. We also got to keep in mind, like we all have the same genetic blueprint. The DNA strand or the DNA strand is the same, right? And so these things are not partial to one particular type of culture. They are universal, right? There's a saying that illusion uh, separation is an illusion. The only thing that really distinguishes is our own perspective that we like to, that we like to have as far as our construct, our belief systems. But honestly, man, this thing benefits everybody. It's a gift to everybody. all the humanity. Everybody, man, everybody can get better. You can't you can't tell me that a white person could get better from doing yoga. I'm sorry, you can't. Yeah, this is just this is just for black people. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, you can't you can't get me to believe that. Yeah, I don't know, Marcy, bro. Unless you drink celery and uh, lime juice every day, you're not doing it right, bro. I heard you got to drink celery and lime juice. <laughs> 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 you got to do the yoga culture. Matcha, maca, what is it? Maca tea, green tea, or celery it, juice. Kombucha. You just got to drink a kombucha and you'll be fine. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. Man, have you had any kind of flack as far as being black and doing it? Like, I know, like, you started in high school, so I can imagine hooping. You know what I'm saying? And somebody been like, bro, this dude hooping, he do yoga. Like, I've always, it, been, I was, I mean, I've always been like this, like, out of the box. Like, you know, he's a little different. You know what I'm saying? Like, he cool, but we don't know what Marcel might come up and do. Like, I always, okay. Like and I always had a high level of respect, man. So, I would say uh, the one thing I will say in the yoga space, it comes off as like a lot of the the men who do the yoga are gay or homosexual. So it usually come off like like we get we get hit on our page once a week. Like if if you notice our yoga page, like we are 70 percent followed by women. Like, yeah, man. And it's like we get wrote like. Hey, like it is so refreshing to see such masculinity at the same yeah. in the yoga space, and I'm like, thanks, like, yeah, you know like I don't like, so I think it, it comes sometimes with like, oh, are y'all are y'all gay? Like, what, like, what, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah. no, no, so that, it's an intuitive. That's that's the only usually thing that uh that has come from it. I haven't got anything like, who do you think you are being black in the yoga space? I think. It's, more welcome more now. of a masculine thing that's that's huge like, yes it'd be really surprised at some of the messages we get bro that's crazy bro that is crazy so not necessarily a race or culture thing but more of like a masculine feminine yeah. egocentric type thing interesting yeah. that's that's interesting you know, I didn't really even think about that, but it is predominantly more associated with like a female type energy. But introspection and anything intuitive, reflection usually is. That's fair. Yeah, it usually is. Like I know it. when I go to a lot of meditation camps, it's usually that's the reason why I wanted to start Modern Manhood. To be honest with you, because when I was I started studying metaphysics about three three years ago, just learning about the mind and psychology, and I was I was always interested in understanding it because i was like man the way that you think really can shift different aspects of your life which can lead to transformation for so if you're a kind of person that's really strong that's really into this type of thing that understands like i don't want to be a victim to my circumstances in my life for me this was like the biggest key factor in me being able to explore different things but i think a black man in yoga is almost like little wayne learning skateboard it's like bruh yeah what are you about to skateboard like what is this so I like the idea of you doing it or like, you know, Dr. Damon being able to do Tai Chi because we realize in some ways we've kind of boxed each other into a traditional way of thinking, even when it doesn't serve us. So whenever I got to that point, I was like, man, if this stuff is really able to help you, especially in health, because our, as being a man, you know, men, we take on a lot of stress. We die young and we are usually the leaders of the family. We're the providers and we're protectors. But if we don't value our health, what does that say in terms of our leadership? Mm. Always, always, that's, that's deep, man. Like, it's another question I like. I go through a series of things when it comes to dating. I said, well, what is it when you talk about core values for yourself? What do you value? Most people say, I, I value God, you know, uh, family. And I say, what about health? Right. Like, yeah. Health is like, how well can you praise God if you if you can't breathe? And it says cleanliness is next to godliness. <laughs> I'm saying, like, when you think about it, cleanliness is next to God. So actually valuing your health is a form of worship. It is. It is. Um, I think another thing, I didn't, I didn't touch on this. Um, as we talk about men and, and dying um, younger and having stress, um, yoga allows us to address those stress areas where we hold it in the body. So mm. Postures from our hips. Most men have tight hips. Right. I used to think it was because, okay, well, women are, you know, from sex or just, they just do more. Well, no, that's where we hold stress at. Wow. We hold our shoulders. Our, like, our, like, it's like, it's like, yeah, big, broad shoulders. Like, that's that's like stress. That's stress when you hold it. That's tense. Yeah. Okay. You need to be able to sit back then. So I didn't I didn't know that, but through time, I think that's very powerful to like be in practice and like addressing those things and knowing that, like if we knew we was really stressed up, like 
there's, there's so much stress and tenseness in our shoulders. We fight with right. people, like our hips, like we see it all the time. That is powerful. So you guys, I'm going to just sum up on what he just said in case you didn't catch that. So for those who's like, man, I don't want to go to counseling and talk about a lot of my issues. He is saying that a lot of things that we that we hold on to manifest in our bodies in certain ways. And by doing yoga, it allows you to release some of this tension that's going on in your body physically, as well as energetically and mentally. You may, Even if you're not conscious of it, the movements of it does allow you to release it. It creates a channel. It's like medicine. <laughs> yeah. Medicine for the soul. That's and... powerful. Yeah, man. That's powerful. Damon, you got some... I, I want to say this, too. Is there anything else that you want to say that you feel like you haven't addressed, too? Uh, no, man. I, I think the, the last part, I guess, the second tune of that is it's better to build strong boys than men, men, right? You know, WD Du Bois. Mm. So the younger we can get young men into this and, and boys in the sense of like, wow, like, okay, this ain't even that bad. Like, oh, I went to a yoga class. Unconsciously, they're learning how to deal with their emotions and cope and, and take the power in themselves, you know? Yeah. So I just try to get as many young people into it as well. Like the younger, if I start, I think, okay, I started a sophomore in high school. What if I was introduced to this in, in middle school or elementary? Man, agree. So instead of going to agree. detention, instead of going to detention, you got to go to a 15 minute yoga class. Yeah, that'd be powerful. <laughs> and journal for the next 15 minutes. That'd be powerful. That would be life changing, bro. Life changing. So it's just a matter of time, man. We're just building slowly. I am getting closer to being back home. And I, I took on a, a work program for two years. So I live on the road, but I am really close to being home for a year like, and next next year. And just like literally being able to dive into this more as a side instead of just like a side project into like right. devote more time and having the base, maybe in yoga studio. Um, just, I got a lot of different creations like I, that I want to kind of bring to life. But. Yeah. I got some people I want to tap you in with. I got a friend that has an after school program and I think what you're talking about would be dope to have there. Cause they got boxing there. I think they got some weight training, but I don't think you've had yoga. So that'd be dope. And it's a lot of young men that could inner city as well, bro. Like a lot of the stuff that I love to do, especially coming from, cause I was raised in inner city is thinking about the idea of self-sufficiency. You know what I'm saying? How we're taught how to do it. Go to school, even though you may not lock it. Go be an athlete, even though, you know, this seems like the only way to get freedom in your life. But being able to empower yourself to understand that there is a greater sense of intelligence in you and you can use that. But it starts with understanding how to understand your mind. And if you can do that, like you literally can have the key to everything you could possibly ever want in your life. So I think that in itself, being able to bring that to young men in inner city, bro can not only be life-changing for them, but it could also, it could change generations. Because if your mom see you doing it, she's going to want to get into it. That's something your grandmother can get into. Like, this is the stuff that really does break generational curses. It really does. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I, I, my mom been on the mat. My mom has a yoga mat. Oh, I ain't never had no yoga mat until I got started teaching yoga. You That's know what I'm saying? Like, it's no it's normal for my family to get their knees replaced. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, that's just reality. Like, hey, you know, my mom's on the mat. You know, so that's that's it's powerful, man. And honestly, I don't even think about it. I I'm so much usually in the moment that I, I I like I reflect on paper a lot, but I don't just sit there and reflect a lot. But that's just even saying thinking of that is like that's really that's really dope. It's a huge realization there. Yeah, yeah, man. That's because you're moving, bro. You're moving in, in, in line with your purpose. It's bigger. It's it's great to do things that's bigger than you. hundred percent. I feel like that's what we're created for, bro. That's fire, bro. That is that's commendable. That is really commendable. Straight up, because everybody doesn't answer the call. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about it from an intuitive perspective. Okay. Because I believe that everybody does have, and this would be beautiful too. 
I believe that everyone has an idea, reason of the reason why they're here. You know, you go to the grocery store because you're hungry. You might holler at a chick because you feel like you you desire some intimacy. You might go to a movie because you want to have entertainment. Okay, let's say you do choose this life and there's a reason why you're here. What do you think has been the leading factor in you being able to feel that emotion and follow through with it? Because sometimes we get that gut feeling, but we second guess ourselves or we doubt it. What do you think uh, has been different for you? Uh I don't know if y'all seen the new Kanye, uh, new Kanye documentary that's out. I did, I did. I think the one episode is it one episode? It's two. It's two. The second one just came out. Yes. Okay, perfect. I ain't seen that one. Let's talk about it. Uh, so just kind of like my, I, I had a praying mother. My mom believed in me, like like bound to believe in Kanye, like like. So my mom's like confidence that was instilled in me. Yeah. It's nothing you can't do. It's nothing you can't. There's nowhere you can't go. Like, no man stand before it. You know what I'm saying? That like everybody will bow. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. it's been that's been instilled in me. I think the other part is just spiritual, like just taking the time of like accountability of like, all right, like it's one thing to say you're great. It's one thing to like want to be great. You gotta listen and be and and be very connected to God's voice to what to do and how to move. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've been like, I ain't like, I ain't want to get on the road and do what I do right now for work. You know what I'm saying? I was guy. Right. I was cool, coaching, making some money. Like I was, I was living good. You know what I'm saying? So I think that I've been very connected to to God's and my purpose, as well as like the confidence instilled in me from my mother that like, nah, you like you great. Like you, you, you use purpose. You got it's anointing on your life. Just speaking that. That's beautiful, man. Uh, really believing it and working towards it you know what i'm saying yeah using and like for me i'm a big kobe bryant fan too but like everything negative every pressure challenge thing that come my way like it's just a fuel for me to rise and help others absolutely that's dope bro yeah i was i was watching it i was like man there's something powerful about being affirmed by a mother that makes you feel like you you just a champion you can champion life when she said, uh, what did she say? The giant looks in the mirror and sees nobody. Bruh, I was like, Donda is dropping mad gems that right was, now, bro. That was might be the most powerful thing on the, on the document. Yeah, bro. It yeah. was just beautiful. It, and it helped me understood. Like, it truly helped me understand some of the things that he do. Um, Deepak got this thing. Where uh and and this is why I kind of vouch for uh Kanye in some form of fashion, but Deepak had this thing where he did where he shaved his hair, shaved his eyebrows, shaved all of his face, and he said he literally went through this journey, this pilgrimage because he wanted to see who he was, not not in this form of shape of ego, but he said I want to understand who I am without the you know friends, without the family, like truly me getting to the center of being able to understand who I am. And I thought about that from the perspective of we're usually led by who we believe we are, but that's usually association to our attachments, not truly who we feel to do. And so like what you said is so amazing being spiritually led. So basically you're like super in tune with making sure like you value having a spiritual relationship and being led in that form of fashion. Mm -hmm. That's dope, bro. I got a saying, Damon, another saying. There's a saying, if you see yourself as purely physical, You'd be limited to the finite. If you see yourself as a spiritual being, you become infinite. Man. Yeah. Yeah, man. There's no, I mean, because think about it. God can rearrange everything in your life. And if you want with source, then there's nothing that can that there's no barriers. There really like isn't. That. Yeah. It just depends on if you decide you want to surrender to it. It's truly it is. It really is. Think about how many synchronicities. Listen, these synchronicities lined up. Your your friend, definitely a karmic bond. The, the dream, the job, like everything falls in place. It's like really the only inharmony that takes place is because of our own either arrogance, our self-doubt, and our fear. But allowing like to do the yoga, doing the exercises, and yes, it is a spiritual practice, but it's literally meant to allow us to come into understanding of who we truly are. Yeah. yeah. Know thyself. Know thyself. That's, that's huge. Damon, you with us now. That's beautiful. <laughs> Marcel, where can we find you, bro? Uh, you can find me on uh, my social media is The Soul Enhancer. 
which is hilarious. I like it. <laughs> Who comes up and calls themselves the Soul Enhancer? Like, oh, I like that. I like that. Uh, That's fire, bro. Oh, I like you. Hey, your logo is sick, bro. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I, yeah, that was a, that was a thing. On that. Um, but yeah, the Soul Enhancer and uh, on on uh, social media and then on uh, Instagram and then we're on Inner Black Yoga, just at Inner Black Yoga. On we have a website as well as I don't know if the website is actually up or not, but um, and, and the social media, um, Instagram and then the YouTube page where we talk about we started off from a black blank space of like, hey, this is why we this is why we all came here and did this. You know, me and him have a video up. It's pretty dope. Uh, and yeah, he's been doing like park yoga in LA. Like we want to, like I got a vision to do like a hundred black men doing yoga in the park. Like I love doing it. That's one of my favorite things to do is doing yoga in the park. So like, yeah, yeah, it's uh so it's gonna happen. We got the yoga mats. Um, we got yoga pants. We got bands. We, you know, we're we're just growing. Um, in the yoga space, there's just not a lot of black faces in, in that space. It's beginning to get some, but we're all really, really stretched out, and nobody has been really given that platform yet. Um, and then next year, we're coming out with a uh, a journal. That's fire, bro. Put us on that too. Yes. Welcome to Modern Manhood to do a, a, a journal challenge. Man, I love visualization. Yeah, that's what I got. I, I'm, awesome. I'm working on a book that's like a uh, it's a, a manifestation guide, intentional uh, manifestation guide that, that'll help us with visualization, definitely journaling and self-reflection because we just do not do that enough, especially if you're in a job where you're sitting in front of a computer all day. And I got to thinking, just like we got all those files up that we don't close, is exactly how we're living our life. And all we do is we open up an additional file every single time we do something new, every new thing. And we never take the time to just close all the thing out. Even when we come out and we think it is, everything is just minimized. So it's not too often we start with a clean slate, bro. So that's powerful that you're doing that, bro. This is amazing. I love what you guys are doing. I appreciate it. appreciate it. I'm excited, man. I'm just each day just building and trying to kind of get better, man. That's it. So, Damon, what's up? Or, or, I'm going to say, Marcel, I get, this is the question I always ask. If there was one gift you could live the world by which you would be known for, what would that gift be? A saying, a quote, statement, gift? Uh, oh, this is my favorite quote right now. Um, it's, better to, it's better to see a sermon than hear a sermon. Uh, why not be the sermon? I like it. Oh, both. I, but I like it. I like I, it. I'd rather live the work instead of talk about the work. Let's talk. Come on, bro. That's it. Come on. <laughs> well, so Damon's going to say right now, this is where Damon used to say, Donnell, tell him uh, what we have going on next. Is that, can you hear me, David? Okay. <laughs> so you guys, if you don't know, we got the meetup coming up. This coming up Monday. <laughs> Hey, man, and Marcella, wish she was here. So we got the Man Cave Meetup, if you guys don't know. Every last Monday of the month, we do this networking event where all the guys is in our group. We come together, and we basically kick it. It's a shoot-the-ish type thing. Next Monday, we partner with uh, amazing friends at Kendrick Spirits to be able to host this event from 6.30 to 9. I believe the tickets are $10 now, so they did go down in pricing. So if you guys would like to cash up, you can go on our website manhoodmasterclass.com and our man of the hour is none other than Courtney Macwoods McLean. Listen, my guy is an actor. He is an athlete. He is a veteran. He speaks on behalf of diversity and inclusion. He is a poet. This man owns a brand. Macwoods has a brand where they have combs, they have oils, uh, he has hats. This dude, is not, he's not a businessman. He's a businessman. So as we usually do, we have him coming out to speak to us about life. Um, he's been hosted on documentaries by my man Jay Wiggins, where we have the uh, Dad Girl, uh, which is about, you know, fathers who has daughters. So you've got to hear him speak on that platform, but this would be truly extraordinary because he would be in a physical um, presence with us at the event talking about his life, and we'll be able to tap in you know, and learn as much as we can for him and get as much as we can. Because ideally, our goal and mission for modern manhood is become the best man that we can possibly be. 
Secondly, so we got the live masterclass going down April 2nd. Shout out to Rose State College because we was looking for a place to host our masterclasses. And Marcel, I think you will love this. So we actually have a personal development curriculum, two-hour dope time where men come together. We talk about vision. We actually have a curriculum that shows you how to find out your values. So you're not just living your life going day to day. We actually show you how to find what you value. You get to write that down. We get we have some meditation exercises that I've incorporated to help you expand into cosmic consciousness. This is where you leave behind every barrier that's holding you back from being able to achieve your highest goal. We talk about emotional intelligence, you know, how to handle stress. Um, we talk about how to embrace anxiety. And this is literally an experience where you come, you sit down with other like-minded leaders. At the end of the day, you you leave a better person, and we guarantee it. You will leave ready to execute on your goals. Understand the hindrances that's preventing you from being able to have fulfillment in life. And then, top it off, we have it with a, uh, a happy hour. So we play hard. We go through all our mental exercises. We go through the whole playbook that we have. And then once you leave, we have a happy hour, which we just kick it. And this is going to be awesome, you guys, because before we had a room and it was 20 seats, Rose State has given us the whole building. They're giving us the whole building, all right? So this is incredible, a great partnership. So we'll be able to bring everything that we've done for the playbook. We will be able to bring this to college students as well. So we are thrilled about this. We are grateful that this is even happening. But you guys, this is just the beginning. So um, that's what we have going on. What else do we have? Masterclass. We got the Freestyle Friday. So as you just heard from Marcel, which I believe we're going to do this again, because I, I love the interview, but I definitely want to be clear for us to be able to maximize this. But this will be uh, posted on all platforms. Manhood Masterclass. You can now catch all of our freestyle chats. Uh, it's now streaming on all digital, <laughs> digital outlets. So before we were just on our website, but now it's everywhere. Is that it, David? <laughs> now I'm <I'll> stay. <laughs> all right. So, you guys, hopefully you found value in this, Marcel. Man, I, I bless you. I honor you. I'm grateful that you guys are going forward with helping everybody out with what you guys are doing. Continue on with what you're doing, my man, because that is definitely life-changing. Y'all, too, man. This is a beautiful space. Um, it is it is amazing to see two black men on here. Once I saw it and read up on it, I'm like, yo, this is a go. I Y'all can have me do anything. Y'all want me to be the camera guy? I got you. <laughs> Need me to do you need me to hold a mic? I need me to go find somebody. Y'all let me know, man. I just want to help if I could any way I can pour in. I mean, it's like this is you know, you know? I'm, what I'm thinking is we really wanted to bring a retreat. What would be dope is if we had a retreat where we did meditation, yoga, and tai chi. Let me know. I'm so down for that. <laughs> so I can tell you this know what's going on. This like, is like having the fort. I ain't got it. I ain't big. I'm there. Just tell me where it's at. I'm there. Most definitely. Let me see your shirt real quick, bro. For those who don't see his shirt. <laughs> and you kind of favor Meek Mill a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. That's dope, bro. That's Look at that. That's fine. Great, you know, so. Yep, absolutely. So yeah, any last words? Are we good? I'm grateful and uh this is good, man. I'm I appreciate it having me on. I really appreciate it. Very welcome. Next time we gotta bring your website up too so people can be able to see that. So Damon, we good, bro. We wrapped up. <laughs> Key takeaways, do yoga. Look up Marcel in the black yoga. Go and join this movement for you guys that are looking for something new to do. Even if you don't think you're looking for something new, just go and try, just to be trying. Damon looks like a foreign exchange student. Is it we're speaking another language? <laughs> we got to edit this out the podcast, but yo, I wish he, I wish he could hear the words we're saying right now, bro. Oh, you ever see somebody that just don't even understand? Yeah, <laughs> like, yo, he, he it's like, like oh, it's what? like you, it's like you shooting your shot to a baddie, but she don't understand English, and you think, yo, you think like you going hard, right? Like, yo, she feeling me right now, son, but she's speaking a whole nother language, and she's oh, like roasting you. You got nothing going. You got nothing going right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right we love you guys have a blessed week and weekend of course it's friday be safe out there the sun is out so this ice is gonna be